Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for the Pharmacy Leadership Podcast. Our discussion for this podcast series focuses on leadership topics within pharmacy practice, including the business of pharmacy, development of leadership skills, career transitions, and more. My name is Catherine DeSanctis, and I'm the Director of Pharmacy Operations at Massachusetts General Hospital. I'll be your host today for the Pharmacy Leadership Podcast. With me today is Sam Abdelgani, the Executive Director of Oncology Pharmacy Services and the Chair of Strategic Planning Committees for Yale New Haven Hospital. Sam's practice interests include real-world data with cancer therapies and oncology health, economic, and outcomes research. I'm also joined by Samantha Hanaberry, the Supervisor for Inpatient Pharmacy Services at Yale New Haven Hospital. Samantha started her pharmacy career at an independent pharmacy in high school, and she received her associate's degree at Gateway Community College. She began practicing in hospital pharmacy in 2018. Thanks so much for joining us today, Sam and Samantha, and I'd like to get started talking about today's topic, ensuring technician voices in your department by incorporating them into formal strategic planning initiatives. I'd like to start off with Sam. Could you start off by telling us how your team incorporates technicians into department strategic planning? Sure. Thank you, Catherine, and thank you, SHP, for having us today. Uh, Strategic planning at Yale New Haven Health is a multi-step process. It starts typically in February, but it's ongoing uh, all year long, and technicians are included in all steps uh, in, in this process. So typically, we start the process in February, early March, looking at environmental analysis, external and and internal threats, opportunities. And at that time, we opened the the option for all our staff, including technicians, to give us ideas on what should be incorporated in our work for the next year. We look for project ideas. It could be cost-saving. It could be efficiency enhancement, it could be safety. Um, and we asked staff really three simple questions. What are we doing today that we should stop doing? Or what, uh, something that we're not doing today and we should start doing? And what the action or operation step that we do today that we can continue to do, but in, in fundamentally totally different way. And based on all those questions, we send out a request for ideas we also have a weekly newsletter that incorporate a link to submit your ideas. And we get a lot of great ideas from all our staff and technicians are a big part of that. Um, many of these ideas related to operational efficiency, waste reduction, and many aspects that include their work, but that is not limited to their work only. As a project uh, and a process moves along, we uh, another step along the way is our management retreat which happens typically around May, June. At that time, we'll look at all the project ideas that were submitted to us. And this is a time that we sit down and try to narrow down the project list is something that meet our goals, address all our priorities, that it's usually one or two day retreat and all our technician supervisor like Samantha and all her colleagues join um, in this retreat. We look at the list, we decide which one is gonna stay, which one needs to go, and which one should be modified. So this is uh, the final edit if you are doing a movie, if you will. Once the project list is is complete, we share this list with all the staff and we encourage everyone to get involved. 
and, and that again include technicians. So that's the third step where technician can be involved in a variety of levels. We have uh, team leads that they lead the project from the beginning. And many team members they are included because they are either interested or it's related to their work. One thing we're, we're trying to emphasize, it doesn't, the project does not have to be exactly in the area you work and to, to be engaged in. So you, you could be working as a mid-history technician, but you want to know how to optimize workflow in, our, in the IV room, and that's perfectly fine. So it's not just work-related, it could be interest-related. And throughout the year after that, we obviously look at the monitor, the, the performance of the plan, how things are going. But those are the three main areas that we include technicians in a strategic planning process. Thanks, Sam. And those sound really interesting. But before diving into some of those really exciting projects, I'd like to understand how many technicians you'd estimate are actively engaged in department priorities as a result of, of this structure and, and how you incentivize those technicians to stay engaged. Sure. Looking at the strategic plan for this year, I uh, at least 14 projects that have close engagement uh, from technicians, and they range from uh, a variety of topics, from uh, increasing staff engagement, diversity and inclusion. We have a project looking at talent development and uh, professional development, and the typical uh, project you see uh, every day in pharmacy practice, um, mid-recon and admission and discharge, uh, PIXIS overrides. Uh, but we also have projects looking at uh, diversion and um, optimizing the technician workflow and um, their practice. I would say based on the current strategic plan, there is at least uh, 30 technicians that are engaged in this project in, again, a variety of roles. Uh, Sam and her colleagues are uh, project leads on some of those, but we have our mid-history technicians involved in some project, our quality uh, technicians who work on many of the 797, 795 projects. And we also have medication assistance programs. And in total, uh, I would say about 30 technicians in, in the 2022 strategic plan. The second half of your question is related to how to incentivize the technician. Uh, we started looking closely at the engagement of everybody on our team in the strategic planning process and technicians being uh, half our department, we wanted to make sure that they are engaged uh, the same way we have pharmacists engaged in those projects. So, and we have a couple main mechanisms that we enhance and encourage engagement. One is a career ladder. So all our technicians are part of a career ladder. They start at tech one, they go tech two and tech three. And advancement through this ladder include participation in a project. Now, it doesn't have to be project lead per se, but engagement and active engagement in a project is a requirement for advancement. So we find most of our technicians who are looking to advance are part of, uh, they get engaged in a project because that's a way to, to kind of move up the ladder. The, the second aspect is um, you can look at Sam's role, for example, as a, a technician supervisor. Advancement in general beyond the career ladder you have to show that you've been engaged in project, have ability to, to lead project and um, show, show results of your work. So advancement uh, beyond the career ladder require engagement. And we find that's an, an, another uh, way to intensifies technicians to kind of get engaged and get involved in those activities. Thanks, Sam. At this point, I'd like to hear a bit more from Samantha and understand the types of technician roles you've held and how they've helped you with strategic planning initiatives. 
Sure. Thank you, Catherine. So as you heard in my introduction, I did start my career as a technician in an independent retail pharmacy. And I worked there for about nine years, and then I switched over to working in central operations at Yale New Haven Hospital. I worked there for three years, and during this time, I was trained in purchasing and sterile compounding. Um, in December of 2020, the COVID vaccine came out, and I helped to lead the distribution for the vaccine throughout the system. I've been working as a supervisor for central operations for about a year now. And I think that all of these positions have really taught me invaluable skills. I've learned how to manage a project, which really helped me to kind of develop and create a plan and how to implement those plans. I learned how to take ownership of these projects and be responsible for the goals that we were trying to achieve. I learned how to coordinate and facilitate meetings how to keep those discussions on track and be productive in achieving these goals. I've also learned how to cultivate interdepartment relationships and developed political skills while navigating these working relationships throughout different departments, uh, which really improved my communication skills and helped me to influence others. Thanks, Samantha. Those are all really important skills to make sure we're pushing all these strategic projects forward, as, as Sam described in his answers. I guess another question I have for you, Samantha, is how participating in these kinds of initiatives that come out of strategic planning help keep you engaged as a technician in, in your department? Sure. I think it is very important for technicians to know what goals we have as a department and for them to also be in, involved in achieving these goals. I think when technicians are involved on these strategic planning projects, it leads to technicians being more satisfied at work and really more engaged with their day-to-day -day responsibilities. Often we see these employees that are involved being advocates for the project in the workplace and amongst their coworkers, which I think has a domino effect. Their advocacy really ends up influencing others and gets their coworkers excited to participate as well. Having ownership of these projects can lead to technicians becoming more accountable at work. When technicians are aware of certain initiatives, they're more likely to be accountable for how these initiatives are implemented, and they're more likely to hold their coworkers accountable as well. I think overall technician involvement in strategic planning really helps to improve the workplace. If I may add something here, Catherine, uh, I think one of the, the most important aspects uh, statement that Sam mentioned uh, a second ago is the goals and how those, not, not just the strategic planning committee goals or the department pharmacy goals, it's our goals. And having everybody rally around the same goals across institutions. So our goals in the strategic planning committee on the pharmacy side align with the hospital, which align with the system. Uh, you can, you, you know from many papers and studies looking at engagement and retention, people want to see the value of what you do and how that contributes to the overall goal and the mission. And the, the more we have everybody, obviously, uh, we're talking about technicians today, but that, that applies to everyone. Rally, rally around the same goals and um, know how what they do contribute to the overall mission. It's, it's, it's important to, for satisfaction and engagement and retention, which is obviously something we all work towards. 
Absolutely, Sam. Thank you. And I, I couldn't agree more, Samantha, especially with some of those accountability pieces that you spoke to a bit ago. So I think maybe a, a, an exciting question for both of you. I, I think it's time to maybe hear about some of these great projects and initiatives that have resulted from incorporating technician perspectives and, and strategic planning. So, you know, it's a question for both of you. I'd, I'd have you guys take that away. Sure. So I, I know several projects on the oncology side that are uh, ongoing and led predominantly by technician related to uh, 797 implementation, uh, internal uh, certification processes and, and sampling, uh, batching and how we, we do that, dose banding. But I think Sam had probably more uh, exciting examples for, for projects that she worked on and really impacted patient care uh, on a large scale. So uh, I, I will uh, ask Sam to take it away. So one of the my most favorite technician-led efforts was probably the COVID vaccine enterprise. That was the one I was most involved in. Technicians were really a vital part of our COVID vaccine enterprise. We implemented a hub and spoke model where we were receiving all supply to a central location and then distributing that throughout the health system. Another tech and I were responsible for managing this inventory and the distribution of the vaccine. And then once we began mass vaccination sites in early 2021, we relied even more on our technician staff we took some of our dedicated medication history technicians offline to work as site coordinators at these mass vaccination sites. They often were the only pharmacy representative on site and they were responsible for managing inventory. I implemented twice a day safety huddles for staff over Zoom to check in and triage any problems that they needed help with. Our efforts early on at these mass vaccination sites could not have happened without the help of our technicians. Today, we are still using the hub and spoke model to distribute COVID vaccine throughout the health system, and these efforts are still being managed by technician staff. Another really, I think, important example of technicians leading these projects would be our pharmacy technician training program, which is completely led by pharmacy technicians. So a little background on that. Originally, there was a kind of recognition that we weren't recruiting candidates that were suited for a central operations setting. You know, local community colleges had courses, but they weren't necessarily preparing students to work in a hospital. So our previous director saw that there were a few hospital-based technician training programs starting to pop up across the nation, and she decided to start the program as a PGY2 project. The first class had only three students in it, and it was completely taught by a resident. After the first few classes graduated, we began to realize how much bigger the program could become. We recognized that we could train people in a way that would set them up for success in the hospital setting. With this realization, we updated a business plan on how we could expand, but in order for this to work, it would require a full-time coordinator. So we explained to the finance team how this program would improve recruitment, lead to less overtime pay, less burnout, and higher retention over time, and they approved the coordinator position. So our current coordinator has been in the position ever since, five years now. We currently have over 30 students per year. 95% of graduates are hired, and a vast majority of them start in central operations. 
Retention amongst graduates is high. We have since expanded to two coordinators. One coordinator is teaching the students and setting up their rotation, while the other coordinator really focuses on community outreach and recruitment. Not only do we have technicians in these coordinator roles leading the program, but we also try to involve our technician staff by having them be preceptors and site coordinators for these students. This involves our own staff by allowing them the opportunity to take ownership and take part in the education of our students. What's really cool about this is seeing how the program has come full circle and some of our program graduates are not now site coordinators. I think there's a, another project that came based on feedback that we have from technicians with the core training program for new technicians joining our team. We heard uh, over and over, depending on that setting, the practice setting that technicians start with, that sometimes the training prior to starting uh, either did not address all the needs or did not go deep enough in, in specific area. So based on that feedback, again, another technician-led project for the most part, we created a core training program that include all the essential aspect in an organized way that every new hire go through with some concentration based on the areas of practice. This training program been um, in, in place for about four years now, have been highly successful. You, you, now we don't look back and say, we forgot to teach that component or this area did not get the right time or the focus it deserved. And we evaluate this program over time. We, uh, we're trying to enhance it, improve how we train new hires and how we ensure competency before they start. And that will continue to be modified over time, again, to improve based on the feedback we get from the, the, the new employees. So that was a, pro a project that came in from technicians or run by technicians and uh, it's been highly successful. Thank you both. I think those examples, you know, running COVID vaccine clinics and running training programs, having that all be technician-led is impressive. I think having those programs alone is impressive, and then having them be technician-led is, is, even, is, is even greater, better to hear. One final question I have for, for you are, you know, plans for in the future to continue to increase technician engagement, where it seems like you guys have found some great success. And where do you plan to, to take it um, in the future to keep engaging technicians? So I, we, we do have success today, but I think we're far from reaching our goal. If My goal is to have a technician in on every project that we have in a strategic planning uh, process. We, um, we are in the beginning stages, we'll expand over time and with that, we are looking for two uh, or, or maybe three strategies to in, in, in continue to improve that and in, enhance engagement. One is um, having a formalized mentoring program. We always had mentoring program for residents. I think most places around the country have a mentor, formal mentorship uh, program. And we think it's important for uh, everyone, just not new hires, to have the same option, the same opportunity. There's a lot of value from having a mentor to tell you about the value of engaging in project, how to get engaged in a project, who to ask, how you find information, how you find the area that you either interested in or good at. 
So that takes away some of the pressure and anxiety over, I, I want to get engaged, but I don't know how. And a mentor goal, obviously the value of mentorship in this space is, is huge. So one of our strategic goals for this year actually is to develop this formal mentorship program for all our staff. We send a couple surveys early um, in a year about what everybody's looking for in terms of mentorship, somebody from the department, somebody from outside the department. And I think once we have this plan in place, we'll greatly um, increase the number of technicians included and engaging strategic planning project. The second strategy is related to the career ladder. So right now we have a career ladder to have a tech one, two, three. We're going to add another stage or another step uh, which was an elite technician role, which we don't have today. And with that new role, we'll, uh, we'll give people the opportunity to advance, uh, expand their practice. But along with it, we'll, we'll give uh, all the technicians the opportunity in either engage in, in projects. I also assume that some of the requirements to get one of these roles is to be involved at some point in the past, even as a team member. So having that role and opportunity to advance, which would be linked to project engagement, would be a second strategy that we'll think will, will increase the number of technicians included in projects today. And the last, the last strategy, which I, I think would be important regardless of what else we do, is create this culture that everybody should be involved. Everybody needs to know the organizational goal, the departmental goal. And uh, I really believe that once you have this culture all around that everybody involved in a project and you have the mentorship and support in place, because it, I don't think it happened naturally, having this culture will, will make everybody excited about being part of this process. Uh, if you see that all your colleagues are in, included in a project, you, you want to do the same thing and you, you have to write the right fit. So the culture, building that understanding that we all contribute to our strategic plan. I, I think in, in itself, it would be a valuable stretch. Thanks, Sam. I think hearing those future plans gets me excited um, and I kind of want to continue to ask some more questions, but maybe we'll save it for a potential secondary podcast after this one. But unfortunately, that is all the time that we have today. And I wanted to thank Sam and Samantha for joining us today to discuss technician involvement in their department strategic planning. Please find more member-exclusive content, including resources for self-development, leading pharmacy enterprises, and teams and practice management on the ASHP website. Thank you again for joining us, and be sure to subscribe to the At ASHP Official Podcast. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.